Lore Friendly, episode 99. How are you? I'm all right. Same as always. Things don't really change much for me. It's, it's very, very... Uh, same old, same old. Predictable. <laughs> yeah. How are you? How's work at the ah, museum? Not too bad. Same, same old, same old. We're in the middle of a heat wave at the minute. Oh. And um, our new characters are either wearing black or wearing a thick, double-layered woolen dress. Mm. <laughs> so I nearly fainted. Wait, aren't you indoors, work. though? Don't you have air conditioning and things like no, that? No, because um, the museum's a actual old prison. Oh, they do- and we oh. don't install aircon in buildings in the UK. My gym's only just started installing it. Oh, that's right. It's different overseas. It's just the US that has air conditioning everywhere. It's like... Yeah. We're weak. We're just... <laughs> we can't handle no, you, the heat. You, you're used to having hot weather. We're not used to it here. But now that we do have it, we, we need to do something about it. But <laughs> England's not prepared for snow. Never mind heat waves that can last forever. Yeah. And global warming in general with climate changes. I mean, mm. I'm trying to do my part by eating fake meat, but it's it's not working out so well because, I don't know, I like regular meat. But yes, we, we talked about this last week. Yeah. We, we've asked if we could change the dresses and they've said no. No. We want to be authentic and... I think if I actually faint at work, then we would have to review our costume policy, mm, so... Yes. I'm planning on not drinking any water tomorrow and fainting to prove a point. <laughs> exactly. As an actor, you should be able to get away with these things. No, I'm I'm planning on actually fainting, because then I won't feel guilty <laughs> oh, about it. That doesn't sound like the healthiest course of action. Like, why don't you just try acting? It's just... It's it... like those method actors, you know, they drive themselves to exhaustion and insanity and they could just try acting. Yeah, but I want it to be genuine when we call for this policy change. I want people to feel sympathetic for uh, me. Ah, that's true. So you're, you're using your own body as a sacrifice. Yes, I'm sacrificing myself on the altar of decent working conditions. Speaking of horrible working conditions, video games. <laughs> Way. Although that's not entirely true. I mean, did any video game coverage come out of this weekend? I think we've got enough traction out of Comic-Con, honestly. Because there's just been that much stuff that's announced. Okay. Yeah, why doesn't... I know this is a stupid question, but why doesn't Comic-Con ever have any panels on games? <laughs> Same thing, comics, video games, it's more or less. Well, I mean, yeah, it's similar fan base, isn't it? Yes. I mean, there's not going to be someone who loves comics that is just going to hate video games. It's just, it doesn't exist. I mean, there could be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure comic book guy in The Simpsons played Atari and Nintendo and all those other things. I'm, don't quote me on that. <laughs> I mean, I don't read comics, but I'm an ally of comics, I should say. I don't... <laughs> I've read comics. I had to read them for my university yes. course. It was great. I mean, I'm not against the idea of comics. I like comics. I think if I was presented with a good comic, I would enjoy reading it. It's just the act of finding one is not something I do. I find comics, like full-on comic series, really difficult to get into. I love graphic novels, but just like going into a comic book arc 
because comic continuity is so messed up. Yeah. I find it difficult to read a series. Graphic novels, yeah. But superhero comics especially. Well, yeah, they have like a hundred years of history almost, it seems like. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's kind of like diving into a soap opera midway through. And there's like every single episode as like a twist and a turn and somebody died. And then the next week somebody came back to life. And if you're not caught up on all of it, it could be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. So I... I get that in a sense. Yeah, so graphic novels, yeah, great. And comic books, I like the idea of comic books. And limited run comics, so I've read the Alias comic book series, which is what Jessica Jones is based off of. Mm -hmm. Really good. So basically what you're saying is this is why we have a Comic-Con that has no video game panels. It's to exclude Mm. you specifically. (laughs) Yeah, to exclude me specifically. They were had a meeting when they started this whole San Diego Comic Con thing and they were they were just like asking what kind of panels should we have? And then somebody mentioned possibly a video game panel, but then another person would be like, But wouldn't Alice want to come to that? And they were like, No, we don't want Alice to come to that. So No, no. Like... Don't want her type around <laughs> no, here. No. no English people. So So they specifically made San Diego Comic Con. That's the history, the lore behind the conference. This is this week's episode of Lore Friendly. So that's why it is what it is today, for those of you who didn't know. So today you learned. How old is San Diego Comic Con? It's probably more than 25 years old. (laughs) Because that shows incredible foresight for them to know that you would be born. Yeah, well, I mean... I would have been conceived. Yes, but this happened in... The first one happened in 1970 by a group of San Diegans. Oh, <laughs> my dad's barely been born then. So they probably went to an oracle or went to somebody, you know, maybe a time traveler like Captain America time traveled recently. Maybe they just talked to them. There's, there's this person that's going to be born named Alice Bell and you're just going to have to account for you that. You just got to spite them. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Although, to be fair, video games weren't there in 1970, were they? So it could have also been that. Maybe they just didn't make... Maybe there just weren't video games back then. I think that makes a lot more Uh, sense, honestly. Does it? Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it does. It really does make a lot more sense. So Marvel Phase 4, are you excited about it? I am. First things first, Black Widow movie. We've been begging for it for years since Iron Man 2 came out. Mm -hmm. Finally coming out after the characters (laughs) canonically dead. But there we go. There's a couple of those like that. Scarlet Witch as well, right? We have like a WandaVision show with Vision. Vision is also... Isn't Vision? Did Scarlet Witch actually die in the MCU? Because I don't think she did. I think that we've now made it canon in our heads (laughs) because of the guinea pig dream. that's true. She's alive. But Vision is still dead, so... Yeah, Vision's still dead. So so it's probably going to be a prequel of some description. So Black Widow, you're excited about that? Yeah. The Eternals, I've never really heard of the comic series. I'm not really sure what it is. <laughs> I've got no idea what's going off with it. But it's the MCU, so you almost have to watch to kind of get the context for the film. Yeah, right? you're going to we're going to have to watch it. It's and um Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Never heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of any of these things. Shang-Chi, I mean it is kind of cool that you're getting more Asian representation, Asian actors. Oh, gotcha. But another, like, kung fu thing. Can we just have, like, the Asian lead do something other than kung fu? I don't, it's just, yeah. Mm. Or martial arts. 
maybe we can have one that uses explosives or something. Maybe he just throws dynamite. <laughs> just mm-hmm. anything. Make him something other than a kung fu artist or a scientist nerd. Yeah, but you've got to think, right? If he was blowing things up, you know what they'd say? Ah, oh, kamikaze. That's <laughs> true. What about an Asian thief character? Huh? Huh? Thief could work. Yeah, we don't steal. That's not a stereotype. No, it's not a stereotype. Right, so there especially you go. In Western culture. Yes, a witty jokester Asian thief. How about that? Yeah, I'm down with that. Let's design the superhero now. No martial arts. He can't do any martial arts. He's very good with locks. Maybe he has keys for fingers or something. He's like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, but with keys. We could call him Edward Key Hands. Key fingers. Like salad fingers, but Edward Scissorhands. (laughs) It's a crossover. Yes, yes, there you go. He's Edward's adopted stepbrother or something. Original OC, do not steal. <laughs> so there you go, there you go. But the, um, and then Doctor Strange, new Doctor Strange coming out. I've only just watched the first Doctor Strange, and it was great. It was mind-bending. The title itself sounds pretty cool. Uh, the Multiverse of Madness. Apparently it's going to be a bit more horror, which could be a fun angle to explore, because you don't really see much horror-based stuff in the MCU. We have the WandaVision show, which we talked about earlier, where Elizabeth Olsen is actually quoted as saying, we're gonna get weird. So there's that to look forward to. Yeah. And then there's the the What If show, which is kind of like a Twilight Zone-ish show, where they, they focus on all these kind of interesting scenarios like what if this happened like what if captain america died and uh what's her name peggy what if peggy became the super soldier or something like that yeah what if edward scissorhands was an asian with key fingers so (laughs) yeah i mean basically they're gonna have a lot of fun scenarios to play with and they've got the falcon and the wind soldier as well which is going to be experimenting with their new roles i'm guessing and then Thor, Love and Thunder, which is the one that I'm most excited yes, about in this series, Natalie honestly. Portman as Thor. And the best thing is, is that people who have been getting up in arms about female Thor haven't read the fucking comics. Well, the comics have been doing this for decades. I mean, they've, mm. they've made pretty much every superhero have a female version. I mean, going back to like Batgirl yeah. and Supergirl, right? So it's, it's just a, a thing that comics do. They've been doing it for a long yeah. time. So it, it's, there's no reason to really like get up in arms over it. And it's being directed by my favorite director in the MCU. Yes. Taika Waititi. He's great. But I think the fact that our lack of familiarity with the characters kind of plays to their advantage. Because they can experiment Mm. is my point. Because we're not going to be as outraged, you know, about like if they did something wacky or if they did something different. You know, so we're going in with like an open mind because we have no idea what to expect. Yeah. The first three phases have been building up and experimenting with the format. I think this is going, the phase four is going to be experimenting with what they can do visually, what they can do plotline wise, what they can do genre wise. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, the first three phases have been a landmark for filmmaking. There is no film universe that has been able to do that or has done that before. Mm -hmm. So now I think it's going to be more giving directive and creative freedom exploring your lesser known characters so the eternals and shang chi for example and just exploring concepts that they've not been able to explore before like the loki a loki tv show (laughs) have they actually managed to sign on tom hiddleston for that yes 
Well, TV is more uh, prestige than movies are nowadays anyway, so uh, yeah. it's not as surprising. But I guess the time constraints are what usually kind of limit big name stars from signing on. But no, it, it's I've just had a look and it has got Tom Hiddleston yeah, yeah. signed on for yeah. it. Oh, it has to. It wouldn't exist otherwise, right? Yeah. It's, it's based on what happened in Endgame, right? Where he went back to past using the Tesseract or something. Yeah. Went, I don't know if he went back in time or he went back a different space, but... He teleported away. Yeah, the point is it's not the Loki from the Infinity War movie where he's kind of more or less redeemed himself. It's it's the bad Loki. Yeah. It's the fun Loki. It's the evil Loki. Yes. <laughs> So that's going to be fun, too. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that they announced. I think they did a good mixture of adding in, like, the, the mega stars and the old favorites. And yeah. they did the kind of the Bethesda thing of also teasing the Fantastic Four on X-Men for Phase 5. Yeah. I think um, I think uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has been yeah. confirmed as well, but not been given a name yet or a title. Yeah. I mean, it definitely reminded me of the, of the Bethesda press conference where they're like, yeah. where they announced all these things like that you never heard of or didn't really care all that much about but then like just so the, the fan base didn't riot they kind of just hey by the way Thor, <laughs> Thor X-Men Fantastic Four I really want to see because I believe that Disney now also have the rights to Deadpool oh they do at least this is I think they do because I think they bought off all of Fox's rights mm-hmm. so I really want to see what will happen when Deadpool gets into the Marvel Universe <laughs> I mean, that's just going to be a lot of breaking of the fourth wall and all that stuff, right? It's just typical Yeah, Deadpool. but I want to see Deadpool and Spider-Man being best buds. Ah. Like they are in the comics. <laughs> and the, the, the costume is pretty much a Spider-Man ripoff mixed with a ninja. Yeah. So. But he made it work. He made it work by, by just being the exactly the type of person who would wear a ripoff costume. So. Mm. It fits. And wheeled katanas, which were a very big thing in the 1990s. I mean, (laughs) katanas were cool back then. Yeah. Now they're kind of overdone. I mean, I guess they're still cool if a samurai wields them, if it's era appropriate. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for Phase 4. It's going to be great. Speaking of katana-wielding superheroes, Blade also got announced. Oh shit! Yes, that looks cool. Yes, um, I've been reading. I haven't watched the original Blade, and you'd think it'd be right on my street. It's <laughs> yes, fucking yes, vampires. It's, vampires. it's, it's basically uh, VTMB the movie. <laughs> yeah, but um, what I have been doing is I have been reading up on Wesley Snipes uh. <laughs> during the original Blade movies filming, and um, he had a fallout with the producers, and he refused to open his eyes for one shot so they cgi'd it in <laughs> oh really and um i think for the film he was playing opposite um ryan reynolds mm. and and um ryan reynolds knew that they'd film all of um wesley snipes's reactions to things later because he just wouldn't turn up to certain things right so apparently ryan reynolds was going in with the most ridiculous pronunciations and over enunciations and things knowing that no matter what he said it would just get this blank faced reaction <laughs> from wesley snipes and apparently he would also get too high to function yeah but whilst on set in his trailer but wouldn't that reflect poorly on him it just depends on so long as he looks like he's acting <laughs> okay but i reckon 
it works out all right. <laughs> Maybe he just I, didn't I haven't give a seen shit. it, but I haven't seen it. But now that I've heard about the issues that they've had <laughs> whilst filming it, now that makes me want to see it. I'm, I don't know. It's uh, it didn't seem like it was a bad movie. Like, it's not like it was a movie that you want to see. It's not so very terrible. highly rated. <laughs> Are we talking about the first Blade or the is? Because I think there was a couple. Of the movies. first one. There was um three in total, oh. I think. See, because I think by the third film, it definitely ranged into campy, or maybe even the second film. Was Wesley Snipes in all three? Yeah, he was in all three. And it was the third one where he was alongside Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay, see, and... there you go. Yes, by then the movie probably fucking sucked, so... Yeah. I can definitely see why Ryan Reynolds would just not give a shit and fuck around and said, so... Yeah, but you'd have to watch the first two to get the third, right? Or you're just gonna I know. dive in. <laughs> I'm just gonna dive in. But yeah, apparently another issue that they had with the Blade series was that it went from uh, being produced by... Being um, directed by, sorry, Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. the myth, the man, the legend, yes. to a different director between the last two films. Well, yeah, because by film three, it's just a cash grab, right? I mean, it doesn't bear any resemblance to art at that point. Yeah. It's just... Oh, shit, it was scored by Ramin Jawadi. Oh, who's that? Dude who did the score for Game, Game of Thrones. Oh. We like Game of Thrones. And Westworld. We also like Westworld, which also had a trailer. But you have not seen all of season two, so... No, I have not. So you've avoided this trailer, I'm sure. You've been dodging bullets like the Matrix. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Apparently, we've missed an entire season of The Expanse. Yes. Like, did did you know that we were on season three going on to season four of The Expanse? We might as well be on season eight at this point. It's just... I missed all of it. It's just, it's hard to get back on the bike. It's just, yeah. once you get off. I feel like doing a rewatch would <laughs> do us some good. Yes. What else came out in this trailer? Terminator t- 7? Speaking of things that have like eight or nine different iterations. I want to say 7. Is it Terminator 6? Terminator 7? Oh god, I don't know. There's so many. And that's the thing with these big old franchise films. Now, is it a reboot? Or are they continuing? Because I have not watched anything since T2. I haven't. Again, I haven't watched Terminator. <laughs> but it has Linda Hamilton on it, so it, that's pretty cool. I mean, they tried Daenerys Targaryen in the role. They tried Lena Headey. They tried Cersei <laughs> yeah. as uh, Sarah Connor. But they decided the best Sarah Connor was the original Sarah Connor. No, didn't they have... Um... Amelia Clark in in one of the Terminator films. Yeah, that she played Sarah Connor in one of them. Yeah, so not Cersei. No, Cersei played Sarah Connor in a different version, I think. Wait, what? Yeah, that's like a funny trivia thing. Uh, both Lena Headey and Amelia Clark have both tried their hand at playing Sarah Connor. Oh my god, she has. I'm sorry for doubting you. <laughs> so it, it's a weird little thing, but eventually, yeah, the the right person to play it is Linda Hamilton. Always has been. Uh, she looks pretty badass in it. Mackenzie Davis is also in this movie. I like Mackenzie Davis. Uh, yeah. She's she's pretty badass herself. Um, I hate that word, though. I hate badass. <laughs> it's so overused. It's basically the katana of adjectives. But, yeah. And Arnold is back in it. So, I don't know. It looks campy. It looks like it's going to be terrible in a good way. So, mm. But I love Linda Hamilton, so... I will probably watch it. Uh, what else came out? A trailer for Top Gun <laughs> of all movies. Fucking hell. 
when there's all this stuff being announced, how it's it's like E3 all over again. Yeah. When there's all of this stuff that's been announced, how can you get excited about it? Yeah. I don't get excited for things that should be buried and dead. No. Yeah, and the funny thing is, they kind of made it clear that Tom Cruise hasn't changed at all his character. He's still young and rebellious and like a maverick. And I don't know. They're, I mean, they're trying to keep that same energy, but the fact that he's old kind of makes it sad in a way in that he's kind of like a man child he hasn't grown up a bit mm. you would think like after a couple decades that he would be more of an adult but yeah i don't know they're they're keeping the same energy so we'll see how it goes it's they're trying to relive the past and hopefully it works hopefully it's not like a metaphor for uh the movie itself yeah. But yeah, that's my Top Gun rant. I mean, and who knows? We haven't seen the movie yet, so I have no idea if that's the direction they're taking or if it's even the wrong direction. Might work. Uh, what else came out? Uh, his Dark Materials. Oh, yes. How do you feel about that? So, um, The Golden Compass, one of the films that came out based on the book series, because it's actually a children's book series, mm-hmm. I believe, or it was initially written as like a coming-of-age story. So, I mean, it was marketed to young adults in the same vein of, um, uh, whatchamacallit, like, Hunger Games and things like that. But, themes-wise, like, when people are saying, oh, what should I read after reading Song of Ice and Fire whilst I'm waiting for Winds of Winter, one of the number one recommendations that you get is His Dark Materials. Hmm. As a book series, it's won multiple awards. It's done really well for itself. It's already had a two-part film adaptation. And, uh... And, um, yeah, now the BBC has been greenlighting this TV adaptation for years, and they announced it initially in 2015, I think? Yeah, in about 2015 it got announced, but this is the first time they've actually had anything to show for it. And it's the most money that the BBC has ever pumped into anything. Yeah, and the BBC has a lot of money. Ah, not as much as it might have. I mean, you've seen Doctor Who's CGI. (laughs) That's true. But it's not like it's airing on the Home Shopping Network or something. <laughs> no. HGTV. Lifetime Network. The History Channel. <laughs> yes. ABC Family. Yeah, uh, are you really excited for this one? It's got an armored polar bear. Yes. How could you not be excited for an armored polar bear? It's like how Cersei wanted the elephants. Yeah, polar bears are vicious animals. Like, they'll chew you up and they won't spit you out. They'll actually digest you, which is even worse. Like, they waste no part of the human. They're kind of like Native Americans that way. But it's like in Snowpiercer, when you see polar bears outside, it's supposed to be a sign of life. But in actuality, it's just a sign of death because they're going to eat all the humans. It's it's actually a very depressing thing to see. But they're just so good. <laughs> but that's just propaganda. You see them on all those Coke commercials. But that's just to get energy so they can eat more humans. But what if they're drinking Diet Coke? <laughs> Okay, I'll give you that. Maybe that's a calmer, more gentler polar bear. But let me ask you this. Is a polar bear a good person if he shills for a product like Icy? No. Fuck that damn polar bear. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Fuck polar bears. But if they're armored, it's it's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Why would you not want an armored polar bear? Yeah, I'm quite interested to see yeah. it. Just looking at the pictures, though, the armor leaves it really exposed in the front. Doesn't that make it, like, an easy target? Well, it's just like how any main character doesn't actually wear anything over their face. We should just give the polar bear bikini armor. That's what it (laughs) needs. 
it would need to dress for the occasion, right? It's going to a hot climate. Everywhere is a beach to a polar bear. Everywhere is tropical to a polar mm. bear. Unless it's taking place in the Antarctic, <laughs> which I think uh, it is. Okay. That would be a normal climate. It should just yeah. be dressed in normal clothes. It'd just be comfortable. A sweater with the words icy on it. <laughs> but the the most relatable, the big trailer that came out that has to do with video games, the Witcher trailer starring Henry Cavill and a bunch of other people. I reckon it looks like it could be fun. It actually looks pretty good. I, again, this is coming as somebody who's not a massive fan of the Witcher series. I've never played the games. I've not read the books, although one of my friends has read the books and he says that they're absolutely fantastic and they should be given a shot. So Yeah, I feel like that's the case for everything we've talked about today. <laughs> yeah. They all have books, but who has time to read them? Wait for the TV shows. Fuck. <laughs> the Expanse has a long book series that it's based on. Not yeah. Read it. Effort. <laughs> So I think it's it's actually easier to just, if you get really into the series, to just read the books afterwards, right? Yeah, because then you can't hate yeah. it. And then if the season ends on a cliffhanger, you can kind of read ahead and get ahead of it too. And it, it's and then you can hate it when the TV adaptation goes off the rails. Well, this is what happened with Game of Thrones, Chris. <laughs> this is not a good idea. Okay, so never read the books is what you're saying. Don't read. Actually, yeah. just don't even learn the language. Don't even, like, just, like, <laughs> become illiterate. Just just yes. don't. That is how you can lead a successful, happy life is just not learn how to read. But yeah, I'm starting to actually like the fact that the faces all look different. Even Geralt. I, I, there's a problem with the Witcher video games where every character looks kind of the same. Yeah. Just because they want everyone to yeah, look beautiful. Yeah, just doll-faced women, and it's that's it's the issue with women designed for video games anyway. Yeah, and I know Hollywood isn't immune to casting like attractive people in every role, but in the Witcher games, they kind of all look like they have a similar template. Yeah. And at least in the casting for this show, like everybody looks more real because they all look very distinct. Yeah. The exception might be Henry Cavill because he's even more perfect of a specimen in real life than the Geralt in the games. But the book takes place a lot earlier than the games. It, it's, uh, it's a younger, more boyish Geralt. Yeah. As opposed to the one in the games who's more grizzled. And worn, especially the third yeah, one, isn't yeah. it? That's when he has a beard. And in the in the books, I believe he never has a beard. Uh, he's he's always clean-shaven and long-haired. And he's kind of frail. He's like waifish from, from what I've read. So we have that picture of the game Geralt in our head. Yeah. But Game Geralt is actually not in line with what the real Geralt is, as I'm sure the author will tell you many, many times, because he fucking hates the games. Yeah, and I believe that the um, producers have actually said that the TV show is not following any of the games. Yeah, it's following the short stories, and I think the author was consulted even, so hopefully he won't toss as much shade on the Netflix series as he did the video games, (laughs) because he was super bitter about that one. People's going to be better, aren't they? (laughs) He's doing fine. He's going to get his nice fat royalty from the TV show. Hopefully the TV show's great. It looks well done and the production value looks great. So, yeah. Another interesting tidbit that came out was they actually brought in over 200 actors to uh, try out for Geralt before settling on Henry Cavill. Jesus Christ. Which sounds like they did their due diligence and didn't just pick the Hollywood star, but 
at the same time, it makes me kind of skeptical because out of 200 people, you end up with the most famous bankable Hollywood star. It just happened to be him that was the best. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> My bullshit alarm kind of rings a little bit when I hear that. but Yeah, but again, gives the series some clout. Yeah, and it also could yeah. be a chicken or egg thing. I mean, he's a Hollywood movie star for a reason. He must have legitimate acting props in addition to being high candy. I haven't seen Superman. I can't give him a review. <laughs> but at bare minimum, we know he loves The Witcher and is very passionate about the project. So that's good. Yeah, I think it's going to look good. Yeah. Speaking of TV franchises that uh, weren't successful, though, um, I just found out this week that uh, Swamp Thing that we couple covered a, a couple of months back was cancelled. Cancelled already. One week after its first after it premiered. Didn't they have like eight or nine episodes out there? Yeah, but they um can but they've cancelled it and mm. there's no second series in production. And this is despite it actually being really well reviewed. Hopefully it doesn't end on a cliffhanger like, because that would that would suck. Yeah. I mean they could still make a movie afterwards. I mean actually a cliffhanger might help it because they cancelled Sense Eight, the Wachowski sisters uh the, the, yeah. the series they made and they're making a movie now i think to kind of like finish it off like end it on the right note so maybe uh for fans of swamp thing the same will be true for that they're just gonna they're coming up with a movie yeah and uh, the fan outrage will be so loud that they'll kind of you know figure it out well apparently um it's it's not due to it not being well reviewed or anything it's due to internal issues mm. what kind of internal issues Arguing with the parent company of DC, um, issues regarding tax laws, and um, basically everyone had put loads and loads of work into this series, and because of stuff that was outside the control of the production, it appears to have been cancelled. Oh, that's a shame. So, like, they lost a lot of money on the show because they got their tax rebates <laughs> mixed up. Was Wesley Snipes <laughs> involved <laughs> in the production? Maybe. I know I know Wesley Snipes was uh, convicted for tax evasion. So. Was he? There you go. That's why. Ooh. But yeah, on Netflix, I mean, their stock, I think, went down, like, 15% or something huge. Yeah, yeah for the yeah. first like, time. Like, they're having financial issues. And, and I mean... A lot of it could be the fact that, I mean, we have Disney Plus coming out. We have all these... They've lost the contract with Marvel for TV show production. They've lost Friends. That was a big thing. Did they? Yeah, they're they're losing a lot of things just because I think it's similar to Steam, where you had the big driving force, Mm. and then they were getting their cut, and then everyone sort of figured, like, you know, why can't we get our cut? I, I mean, the difference being with video games, I don't mind having all these different launchers because they're all free. You're not paying for separate launchers, right? Yeah. With TV. But when it comes to Netflix and streaming. The whole point of Netflix was that we could cut the cord, right? That we wouldn't have to pay a huge yeah. bundle cost for all these things we didn't watch. And now it seems like we're going to have to pay for like all these 20 different things all over again. We might as well just go back to cable Yeah. at this rate. Yeah, like if you want to legitimate, legitimately watch something, then you've got to go back and you've got to get Amazon Prime if you want to watch Good Omens. You've got to get Netflix if you want to watch jessica jones 
and you've got to go uh, Hulu if you want to watch <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. See, I and you got to get HBO too, right? HBO to get uh, Westworld, right? So it's there's yeah. just all these different things, and then the price for all of them combined. You, I mean, at some point, you might as well just get a get cable package. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, and it's different from like steam and you play i'm not paying for you play and i'm not paying for steam yeah it's an inconvenience yeah exactly but it's not a big deal because in that system everything is free and then you pay the developer like the percentage premium as the storefront so yeah it's yeah it's it's different so i i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work we'll see how things survive i'm gonna be interested to see how the disney plus launch goes because it's got a powerhouse of stuff to be starting off with yeah well it's got all the marvel films and it's got disney animated films and the price point isn't too bad 6.99 so yeah it's (laughs) better than netflix netflix might have to look at either getting in some more big name rights DreamWorks, but even DreamWorks has got nothing on uh, Disney. Uh, but it has got Shrek. That's really all you need, Shrek and, and the Smash Mouth guy. Somebody wants to... Body wants to me. That guy's crazy. He, he, have you ever seen his Twitter? I guess if you don't follow sports, you... you it no. But his takes are the worst. They're the absolute worst. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Is there anything else that came out this weekend that you're excited about? Um, it. It. I have not seen any of the it. So. Um, the first one was really good. Mm. And I'm quite excited for Picard as well. Oh yes, just Picard. because I like Patrick Stewart. He does look a little bit Harrison Fordy in that his age is starting to show, but that has nothing to do with the film. Really, it's just an observation. We all get old. People die. <laughs> No, it's just really interesting. I really... I just love him. Him and Ian McKellen. Mm. The day that Ian McKellen eventually passes is not going to be a happy day for me. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan, but he was definitely my favorite captain. (laughs) My limited experience with Star Trek captains, as far as that goes. Uh, I mean, Captain Kirk is the OG, but he is like really campy and... I don't know. Mm. He didn't really do it for me. Picard is my guy. Uh... So yeah, I mean, but it's kind of cool that they're coming out with a movie. I I believe they're bringing back a lot of the old cast. Like I saw Data in the trailer. I saw uh, Seven. Yeah, and who else? I I think they're they they weren't in the trailer, but I think um, Riker is gonna be back, Commander Riker. Yeah. Who is now a meme. <laughs> First there was Captain Picard with the face palm, and now we have Jonathan Frakes telling people that they're wrong for forty seven seconds, which is very useful on the internet to tell someone that they're wrong. Yeah. It's very apropos. It's very flexible, you know? You can use it in all sorts of situations when somebody's wrong. And not only that, you could just beat them down with the fact that they're wrong for 47 seconds in the most just eloquent and dignified way that only Jonathan Frakes can uh, deliver. Wrong. Fiction. (laughs) Fake. Not true. Fake news. We made it up. Right, so, on that note... (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's it for this episode of Lord Number Friendly. 99. Yes, 99. One more next to week, go. Next week, yeah, next week is episode 100. You're getting drunk, aren't you, awesome. Chris? You're yeah, going to be a sure, good boy. You're going to get drunk. Uh, what should I drink for our 100th episode? Vodka. What is it? All right, vodka it is.
<laughs> the most Polish. I was going to say the most Russian of drinks since we live in Russia now. But uh, I guess it's Polish. So. Yeah, we Come figured on. this out a couple of weeks ago yeah. when we were talking about... Um, uh, Krakow. Mm. Yeah, someone did correct us in the uh, correct comments. Our, we corrected saying. our pronunciation. We are correct we now. We are, we are. Krakow is funner to say. Yes. Krakow is the proper way to say it. Yes, yes. All the all the W's are V's, right? Yeah. So like Warsaw is like Warsaw. But no, it's just how know. it's like the same case in Old English, for example. Yeah. I mean, a W is basically two V's put next to each other. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> same shit. It's a double V. You just pronounce both V's. There you go. There you go. Now you speak Polish. Hey! We're going to get reamed in the comments. All right. Talk to you next week. So long.